Hello, and welcome to AdLib Heroes. My name is Joey, and I'm a lifelong DM and storyteller. At our table today is... Hi, I'm TJ, and I play Kirith Odell. Hi, I'm Riley, I play Grimlock Seaspray. Hi, I'm Bev, and I play Olivia Fortier. Now, let's get back to the action. Previously on AdLib Heroes, Kirith, Olivia, and Grimlock were in Relu, trying to find Olivia's teacher, Immerse. They were searching the Royal Scriptorium for clues about her disappearance. Grimlock investigated the library proper and met a kobold by the name of Cogs. Olivia and Kirith searched the residence and found signs of a struggle in Immerse's room, as well as a book that had been hidden under her bed and a strange purple liquid in her fireplace, but no sign of Immerse herself. They were gathering their clues together to figure out what to do next. Are we opening again in the witless spider? Just Uh, (laughs) every single time it's just Grimlock and Olivia's messier and messier room. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) With a a board covered with red string. Yes. (laughs) Um, Well, I I don't know anything about alchemy, but... uh, Nalia seems pretty smart. Could probably just ask her. Yeah. To check out the purple goo. Oh, yeah. Grimlock, we found this weird purple goo. Isn't it weird? That is really weird. <laughs> I, I found um, blueprints of the castle. Oh. Yeah. Could come in handy. Um, I'm going to need you guys to come with me tomorrow to uh, kind of look through this stuff. We got some nerd, some nerd stuff to go through. Some nerd stuff. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I um I think seems like Immerse might be kidnapped or something. Oh. Or left in a rush in some way. Like the uh it could have looking at the room, it might have been a struggle or it might have been someone tossing the place looking for something. Yeah. If she well I guess logically If she took all of her writings so far and sent them to me, it sounded like when they were talking to each other that thankfully she didn't say my name, like that she just said she sent it to her student. To a student in in Aboulon. And so potentially she kept studying. Um, And like, I do not trust that Tessa LaCroix lady. She, she creeped me out. And she can definitely, like, Kira saw it. She can do magic, too. Yeah, like, she's some kind of witch. And when I when she was following me out, she sniffed the air. Like. I, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I ducked into a room I and mean, saw her head outside, and she smelt the air, and then seemed to come back in. But I was invisible, and standing right there, and it's not like she, like, sniffed me out. Mm. Unless know. she's just pretending. I mean, you had been in the area for, like, a while, so your scent was probably kind of all over the place. Mm. Having spent a, no- a lot of time as an animal, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's hard to pinpoint the exact location of... But she could tell it didn't keep going forward, maybe, or maybe. Um, I uh, no, I another d- thing from an animal perspective is now she's aware of that smell. She may not have smelled it before, but if she smells it again, it might mean something to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she could have just been taking it in. Um, I, we still don't have a guarantee. Like, yeah, she was weird. Um, she was very forceful, but in the same situation, we might have been. Uh, again, I think it's better to err on the side of caution and just assume that she's some level of villain. Um, you said he, she's um, forceful. Was she strong? No, she just... She was insisted on getting in the room and seeing what was going on and getting this book. And mm, okay. She was... Yeah. Persistent. Yeah. Um, Which is odd because it seems like most people have... Just most people at the scriptorium thought 
Immerse was still there. And if Immerse was working with this lady, Tessa, wouldn't she have been one of the first people to notice that Immerse wasn't coming out of her room or doing anything? Or shouldn't she have been one of the first people to notice that? Well, she said she'd been working with her for years. I don't know if that meant that she'd been working with her on whatever current project. Mm. But again, I think it's best to cut off ties, like not invest, like if we investigate her further, it should be from a distance and see what she's up to. Um, That said, the way we acted wasn't not suspicious. Mm -hmm. So be open to the possibility that she may not be the, the the problem here. This could just be something else entirely, and now she's curious what happened to Immerse as well. Mm. But I don't think we reach out immediately, tr- try to trust her and figure out who she is on a personal level at this point. Like, mm-hmm. If things... We have other leads. I, I think we just try to steer clear for yeah. now. Um, luckily she didn't see either of our actual faces so yeah so if you need us to come with you to go back there I think I is it a long term thing like are we going to be there for an hour or longer Um, probably like sifting through things for the better part of a day. Um, It seems like there's lots of material to go over. Um, We didn't, I didn't, like I said, that would bring pages. I didn't say that I'd bring you guys. And I could also like reschedule if other things are more pressing. Mm. I think we need to find someone to investigate this liquid. But I mean, once we run out of leads, we can literally do what Immerse said she did in her notes and follow, put our hand on the walls Mm. and follow them around until we find the place with the statue people. Wasn't that in the palace hedge maze? I go over to my (laughs) notebook. (laughs) So as you're looking for it, what she had done is she used the trick to get, so she was inside the city walls, she walked along with her hand on the walls and ended up in that other place with the more impressive maze. Oh, and then okay. she was working her way through that more impressive maze. She mentions mapping it. You don't have a copy of the map she made, uh, but the book you found that was hidden under her bed is her atlas where she keeps all the maps she makes. So maybe you go through that and we get Nalia to investigate this mm-hmm. purple goop. Mm-hmm. I think also if you two want to go to the scriptorium and get as much information as you can from there Uh, about the walls. um, Considering your friend is missing and maybe in danger, splitting up may not be the call. Mm. I mean, I could take this atlas and I could study that instead of a book. I I could sit there with you guys in the library. If you remember what that Unless they have magical protections. If you remember what that book or scroll, whatever, looked like, I can just take it. Like, they're not going to notice a mouse coming and going. Oh, to to get the blueprints? Yeah. Um. The, now, the blueprints you asked for were the blueprints of the royal palace. Not oh, yeah, I don't need that. Yeah. This is just homework for later. Oh. The only reason I think it might be smart to know a little bit more about the walls is Immerse heavily coded a lot of this stuff. So for me to get the information that she, like I, I'm, I'll start working on the map, but for me to uncode some of her information that she got while studying here, she's coded it in some way right. in her notes. So if I you mean, guys find stuff that's important about what we might find inside or who why these walls are this way. Right. It could just be more preparation. I'm not much of a... I don't know how well I can do it researching in a library. Um, not... Never really been my forte, but uh, 
you, you did find like some information about the walls. It just needed to be translated. Was that it? Um, there was some stuff that needs to be translated. He did say that the walls were here like before, like the, the reason why the city was built here was because the walls were here beforehand and they just wanted to utilize them. That's interesting. Yeah. And come to think of it, they do, um, if memory serves well, they do kind of, uh, not that they're especially similar to the walls in the Court of the Floating Lilies, but uh, kind of have the same like flow to them. Does that not not yeah. really, no. The, the walls are unnaturally perfect. The stonework is even and seamless. Okay. Where the Court of the Stone Lilies, those floating stones look like they are f- giant flowers that were petrified. Oh, okay. The, uh, I thought that the walls here, when, when you said uh, too perfect, I thought you meant like, uh, like smooth. Ah. Yeah. Like you can see where the bricks are, just you can't, it's so well put together, you couldn't feel it kind right. of thing. Yeah. yeah. So like even, even in the little bit you've looked at them as you've walked past them a couple times, Grimlock, it is workmanship that the best dwarven masons could not match. And then there are additional structures the humans have built onto it. So like watchtowers that they've added that are kind of jutting out or barracks that they've built on top of these walls. Okay. And those are like very obvious. You, yeah, you can yeah. you can tell quickly like yeah, it it looks like somebody threw Play-Doh at a brick wall. Mm-mm. All I can, I can see how fast I can do this map. Right. And if you want, I mean, you two could either go gather more information or if you just want to hang out here. The other thing is you guys could go do reconnaissance and see what the scriptorum's doing about what they know now. That's fair. Um, one of the things that they brought up was the... Uh, Sorry, Zef Bef Joff. Um, Isn't tight. <laughs> <laughs> He's casting some sort of evil spell. Oh, no. <laughs> so that was in a book written in Draconic. Okay. It was talking about a uh, violent god of wealth mm. that you could do human sacrifices and he would then grant you great wealth. And the cult believes that he created the walls. Yeah, I tell them that. Okay, so you fill them in on what you learned about the god of of wealth and how he's a possible source of the walls. Yeah. Olivia does speak draconic, which means I probably should have been on team research (laughs) all along. Draconic and elvish. I mean... That does sound... That sounds uh, somewhat draconic, that name. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like, kind of have two routes, and it's figuring out what happened in that room versus figuring out what's going on about the walls and the that hedge maze. Um, I think that figuring out what happened in that room can be solved more immediately, and we can move on to if that shows us little or nothing, we can always move on to trying to find that he- that hedge maze and that. Um, that said, if we t- tournaments in a week, quicksilver's shows and whatnot, um, or festivals in a week or six days or whatever, still we should keep up appearances as to not raise suspicion that we just like hid ourselves away, but it's only been a day of us not being at the festival ground, so it's fine. We were actually, yeah, we were there this morning, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, this morning? Yeah. Yeah, you have had, you've been in the city one full day. We are about to go to sleep and decide whether we go study in the library or, but I slept in the middle of the day. No, that was yesterday, because you, and then you stayed up all night, and then. We stayed all, up all night the first night we got to the city. Yeah. Oh, uh, and we went that morning to the... That morning you went to the festival. Oh, I thought we went to the festival the day before, and then mm-hmm. you stayed up all night, my yeah. bad. It is evening of your first full day in the city. 
So literally, okay. I have accepted a gig, a a gig at the fair today. I saw Fe- okay. Fred Frederick today and accepted. <laughs> Not used to being so busy. Mm-hmm. All right, so you guys are going to kind of meet up in the morning and decide. Uh, that evening, as you're doing your preliminary research, Olivia, you find that there are two pages torn out of the Atlas book at exactly the time frame, like exactly where in the Atlas of the different drawn maps you'd expect them to be. However, you realize those tear marks look familiar. And in the package of notes that Immerse sent you, there are two pages with these incredibly complex geometric diagrams on them that have those exact tear marks. As you start examining those pages from the notes you had already received, you realize that there are two different sets of ink on these papers. One, most of the lines are drawn in a slightly darker ink, and then there is a lighter, older ink that has probably about one-eighth of the lines. She has taken the map, and she has drawn lines all over it so no one could tell it was the map. Mm-hmm. And included it in the research she sent you. Okay. I will spend my time then to redraw the lighter lines on a separate... Okay. On a couple of separate pages. Yeah. And I'll just shove those complex ones into the notebook where they... Like, into the new notebook, which, again, I'll keep... I'm keeping all the research in that locked saddle bag that I... Like, right. messenger bag that I um, have. Okay. Uh, and so someone is going to bring the purple liquid to Nally to see what she can find out? I mean, yeah, if these guys, like, they're getting ready for, ready for bed, that's... Nally and I have another four hours to hang <laughs> out. <laughs> so. yeah. um, and you've already touched it. Like, if it's poison or something, like... I guess that'd be fine, but... You know. I mean, I've mostly been, like, moisturizing with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It kind of tastes like batteries. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> Battery. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh Yeah, I'll go to the nicer inn that Nalia was staying at. Alright, so you head up to her room and as you explain what you need, she reaches into her bag and starts pulling out an alchemist kit and sets yeah, it up in the room. Right. Um Oh yeah, while I'm here. Yeah. I also stole these four potions from that bugbear. <laughs> you know, if you have the time. Yeah, if you have the time. I have to go way back in my notes to we, see what I the don't, potions are. I don't need an immediate answer. <laughs> yeah, but uh, identifying potions is actually pretty easy. You can just do it after a long rest. Uh, so, finding in my notes his information... Sorry about that. Oh, not, not a problem. I forgot about them for several okay. sessions and then sprung it on you. <laughs> uh, so there is a there are is a potion of climbing. Okay. A potion of fire breath. Cool. <laughs> and two potions of healing. Cool. So Nalia works with the purple liquid and then after a little bit she she says so this is definitely based on some kind of conjuration uh, magic uh, she starts listing off a bunch of ingredients that you could potentially get in the city but some of them would be quite expensive she says what this does is when you burn this one of the ingredients is someone's blood and whoever's blood is in there when you burn it, anyone who then inhales the smoke from that fire is transported to the fireplace nearest that person's home. Huh. So I could I could brew this, but and she gives you a shopping list of different alchemical ingredients you'd need. It would probably cost about 200 gold to get this potion. And she's like, I can use this sample because there's still some blood in it to, to allow you to follow. To follow, like to send someone there? Yes. Oh. To wherever this potion took whoever was in that room. Are, 
Now this was spilled. It, so, it, or we found it in the fire. We found this liquid in the fireplace. Okay. Yeah. How much? How many? You, that would make enough of the potion that, like anyone who's in the room who breathed it, would fall. Right. Your question is, how do you get back? Yeah, we don't know where that goes. Yeah. To so, that person's home. Yeah, we could make a, a second potion using your blood because you have a home here in the city that you could use to get back. That's true. That's 200 gold. I can probably find that stuff tonight. I know people. <laughs> well, Narthus knows people. Uh, <laughs> I know Narthus. He's people that counts. I know a guy who knows a guy. Shut up. Uh, I don't have a fireplace. It'll probably just like pop out in one of my neighbor's houses. <laughs> or in the witless spider, yeah. which also has a fireplace. Hmm. I mean, that's a lead. You've probably spent more time with the witless spider at your house anyways. But it, it's magic, so it specifically cares about where your home is. Like, even if you haven't been to your dwarven fortress in a long time, it's probably where if you were told to name your home, you would name. So it would magically take you there, because magic cares about feelings. That's so sweet. I'm either going to end up at the shack that I own at the Witless Spider or at my human parents' probably now already occupied house. Uh, it's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> All of those are in the same section of the city. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll work on getting some of these. I definitely have the money for it. Kirith bats not an eyelash at the haggy witchiness of this spell. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you do magic. You need some blood. Olivia <laughs> would have been horrified had she been awake. <laughs> you go to the lady down the street, she gets it from a child. It's Nal where you were good well, to yeah, go. is like, well, we could use some of your blood to... I'm already prying yeah. my skin open. <laughs> uh... Yeah, would I be able to find those ingredients in the city? Yes. Sweet. Yeah, I'll... Uh, like you have to go to a few different herbalists and... and <laughs> shopping like, episode, shopping yeah, it's episode. Like, it's like <laughs> 11 o'clock at night. I'm just... Come on, man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All the sellers he knows oh, are like... Oh, Kieran. Good to see you. Uh, hey, Agatha. Uh, I need these three things. Ooh. Widow's Bane. Yeah. I've got that. Great. Because my husband's dead. <laughs> so why do you have your own Bane? In case it gets to be too much. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> One's for if I get sad. The other's for if I get really sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you, you end up doing this weird late night shopping montage as you <laughs> go to, like, all these different, like, alchemists and herbalists and... We Again, I assume the ones you know are, are very fringe people, mm -hmm. you know? Like uh, Dr. Luna, who sells a lot of stuff that'll help you not remember what's going on that night. Sounds great. Now, I have... Well, they take gems. Uh, yeah, you'd be able to. It, within this city, you might have to go to a money changer or a pawn shop, but, but I can, can trade that out. All right, so I have. you said it was 200 gold? Per dose. So. Per dose. Okay, so... So you'd need 400 gold to get a potion there and a potion back. But... Okay. Uh, oh, oh, the... Uh, the liquid I gave her had enough of the person's blood in like it that we could make another dose. Yes. That's what... Okay. Yeah. Um... Sweet. I misunderstood. I'm gonna go have to go hit up people for some more money. Uh, what do I got? Uh, 75. I have 267. And I mean, if this has... So, to pull back the curtain a little bit, this has to turn into an adventure that's either a robbery or finding a job to make the money. Both of those are on the table. 
I could go back and just take some money out of their pouches. Yeah. <laughs> just like head back to the witless spire and just like Grimlock. Yeah. Grimlock, you still awake? Yeah. <laughs> How much gold do you have on you? Like start jingling my pillow. Uh about two hundred and seventy gold. Oh shit. Can I borrow 130? Yeah, sure. Now you're going to ask why. I'll just like shake the <laughs> pillow. Exactly 130 gold coins will fall out. Is your pillow just also your trunk, but with some cloth on it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's where I keep my money. Okay, <laughs> it's, a, it's a potato it, sack. It's a potato <laughs> sack filled with coins. Filled with coins and potatoes. And potato- <laughs> the money. two most important things. <laughs> his value. His valuable. His valuable. Like 130. <laughs> Spent 150. Grimlock's wallet is a potato sack <laughs> so he can keep all the things he loves most together. <laughs> I'm still a dwarf. I love gold. Um, actually, here, I got a thing for you. And I give you the potion of fire breathing. It smells like rotten eggs. Ugh. Next time we're in a fight, spit it at someone. All right. <laughs> I, you I'll woke ex- him up. Too. I'll explain it in the morning. <laughs> Here, yeah, smell I just, this. I just, I just cracked a bunch of rotten eggs inside yeah. of the flask. <laughs> He's gonna put it in his mouth too. Yeah, when your weird hag witch druid companion comes to you in the middle of the night, just I need 130 gold. Here's some rotten eggs. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> We're making a deal. <laughs> I need some of your blood. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'll go back and just like uh, counting out, like coming back and just with all of this stuff in like yeah. several sacks and like there's all my gold, spend some of Grimlock's gold, all of our gems. Uh, yeah, sweet. Thanks. Hey, everybody, Cherry Boots here. Remember to rate and subscribe to this podcast so more people can find AdLib Heroes. Or maybe Reginald and I will find you. This is Grimlock Seaspray. I'd like to thank Belrugath, our contributing artist. Check them out on their Bandcamp, Spotify, or your favorite streaming service. So, in the morning, you have two purple vials. One to follow Immerse, and one to get back home. To follow Maybe immerse. <laughs> Hopefully immerse. We're gonna do something. What what? I said we're gonna do something. Don't know what yet. I had a crazy dream last night. You guys were making like horrible breakfast with like potatoes with gold in them and rotten eggs and like hair and shit. Oh, yeah, that, that wasn't a dream. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, oh, crap. To be fair, Nalia was there. <laughs> Nalia was the one making it. It was her idea. Uh, did you that find it? That doesn't make me... A- Nalia does not make me in any way more comfortable in any situation. You know it's going to be really sweet if she was making the food. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Like, literally sweet, not quality sweet. Yeah, oh. <laughs> like, it's just going to be sugar. Um, anyway, uh, so... Rotten at eggs this point, and sugar. I've... I've <laughs> At this point, I've been up for, like, another hour. Like, I meditated for my four hours, then went back to knowledge has got this, and I'm just, like, drinking coffee with Narthus and just, all right, so, I guess, what'd you find in the atlas? Um, she had actually already te- torn out some pages, and then she did super spy stuff, which you probably wouldn't understand, because she drew a bunch of scribbles on top to make sure that people couldn't see the real map underneath. Just spirographs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could not figure it out. I, I spent like eight hours on both of these pages because they looked really important. And now I feel dumb. Trying to figure out what the code was. And then when I saw the original book, the code is, it was I pencil. Sc- I scribbled <laughs> I scribbled over this. It's follow follow the pencil under the pen, <laughs> the small charcoal drawings. But um, yeah, I have a I have a bit of a, a map now and I've redrawn it for us. A map of? Uh, the hedge. Mage. The hedge maze. The path she took through the hedge maze. Yeah. Neat. Um, The purple liquid Uh is... Oh, God, please don't tell me it's like creature pus or something. 
I, I mean, there's parts of a creature in it. Uh, there's a lot of other stuff that... You know what? We don't have to talk about what I needed to get last night. Uh, so we had now we have two vials of it that we can use. Uh, I should explain what it does first. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, if you burn it and inhale it, it will teleport you to a fireplace <laughs> closest to someone's home, that someone being uh, whoever's blood is in it. So someone used this in Immerse's room and teleported somewhere. I can't tell whose blood was in it, but there was enough to make a duplicate potion out of it, meaning we can teleport to wherever whoever used that in Immerse's room went. We can go there. Question for the DM. Mm-hmm. Do, did Immerse show any alchemical or magical stuff in the years I knew her prior? Uh, Immerse understood alchemy, but she wasn't much of a practitioner. She was more of a historian. Okay. So if, I mean, just to play this out, I, I honestly, like, it's our best lead. It, it's going to at least tell us what happened it's, immediately then. It's going to give us some heads up, because wherever we end up, whether Immerse, whether Immerse use this or someone else, we're going to come closer to figuring out who was in that room. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, we end up in a Merce's house, which means someone... <laughs> which means we're a couple days... She's from Avalon, right? Yeah. It, I just don't like the idea that someone's taking a Merce's blood for stuff. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, best case scenario, and I know it does... It's not entirely like me to play the optimist card. Immerse um, took it to a safe house, and she paid someone to make the potion for her. Yeah, that would be best case knowing my luck in the last 85 years that's not what happened but uh and the um <laughs> the second potion uh oh it that one's got my blood in it great so we can come <laughs> back here yes is that what the egg smell was no oh that's a <laughs> potion of fire breathing i stole it from the bugbear oh cool oh actually here and i hand you the potion of climbing uh, thank you i can do both of those things so, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can just make fire with magic or uh, turn into a spider and climb walls. So, <laughs> I don't need either of those. Potion of climbing is just ground up calluses and pierogies. <laughs> it's just chalk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rub it on your hand. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. I don't know. So, we just. Do we want to try to. Sniff? I mean, do we want to do this now? Do we want to try to follow the walls today? Do we want to? What do you guys? No, I think we follow it. I think we make sure we have some food in case we can't get to another fire right away to burn your potion. Actually, that's a good call because the... uh, What's his name? Master Runebeard? Yes, Runebeard. One of the guys... From the scriptorum, also took some of this meaning yesterday, which means they probably know what it is by now as well. <sighs> which means that if there really are people after her, they'll be yeah they they'll figure it out. Uh, sure. Um, yeah, it doesn't. Now you didn't say we needed uh like a fireplace or anything just to burn it, so I, uh, I should probably tell Val that I'm piecing out for a while. Yeah, we should probably See, Dad, it's personal growth. <laughs> <laughs> we should it's probably... only slight personal growth if you need props for remembering to tell your wife you're about to go on a dangerous mission and leave her and your son alone here with her... Already gone. <laughs> I run down the street. <laughs> All right. So as you as you get to the hut, uh, she is walking. She is closing the door. She's holding Terrigan's hand, and they're about to head down the street. And okay. Uh, oh, hey. Um, what's up? Uh, we're we're gonna look at a few different places today. 
obvious, like, hard to hide the, like, immediate hurt on my face, but, like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> there isn't a full roof here anymore. Yeah, yeah, makes makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you need some money? Because I spent all of mine. Oh, n- no. So she kind of <laughs> brings around her backpack, and she opens it, and you can see the bottom is ripped out. And there's three of those silver bars that Nalia has been spending everywhere that were sewn into the base of it. Did you get a payout when you got... I worked there for a long time, and I needed it more than she does. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not. They they tried to pay me in candy all the time. Yeah, no, that, yeah. And she had so much silver she doesn't miss three bars. Oh my God, really? Yeah. So she's yes, take it. She's got about fifteen hundred gold there. Oh well, shit. All right, uh, I'm gonna like crouch down really quick and like. Yeah. All right, Terrigan, I'm going to be gone for a little while. I don't know when I'll be back. Okay. Um, shouldn't be too long, uh, maybe a day or two, but... Uh, okay. Listen listen to your mom, and I'll come and find you guys at your new house right away. Are you going to go fight monsters? Maybe. <laughs> if you if you fight a scary monster, will you bring me back a trophy? Uh, Kind of need my trophy. Yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> kind of need all the monster parts to tie into my magic. Nah. Just take two parts. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like six years old. He's already smarter than me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And I like give Terrigan a hug and I stand yeah. up and like kind of awkwardly at Val. And, just and she comes in and she gives you a hug, but it is a stiff hug. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to give her a high five. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. And run back and like. Uh, I'll just, while he's <laughs> off yeah. seeing his family, just go down to the bar to speak to Narthus and just yeah. say, uh, do you have stuff that could work as rations? Just some yeah. bread and some... Yeah, like uh, the stuff we'd put on a charcuterie board. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll just purchase them in bulk from him. Okay. Is it the five silver a person? Uh, so five, it, it's going to be less than that. So uh, if you are buying, so say you wanted a week's food for three people, uh yeah, you'd be so. I'm gonna say a day's food is about two silver per person. Okay. So. How many days do you want? Let's do five. So thirty silver. Mm-hmm. So three gold. Yeah. Great. I hand him the three gold and. And he he comes back in a little bit and he's got some sacks and he's wrapped the stuff in waxed paper so that. Mm-hmm. And we shove it in Grimlock's trunk. Yeah. Will it all fit? <laughs> Yep. Five days of food isn't too much. I didn't want to assume that you guys wanted me to trunk up, but I'm ex- I'm excited that I am. <laughs> um. Yeah, I come back like with my backpack and like traveling gear and like Okay. Grimlock's caressing trunky. <laughs> <laughs> um, like Kirith is uncharacteristically like ready to go. Like oh, okay. I'm not like grumpy about everything. I'm not grumpy, but Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we should But less. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should meet up with uh Nalia before um, before we head out if we're if we're gonna be yeah. smoking some alchemy like master always said that supervised consumption save lives <laughs> 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 your master sounds really smart and we should all listen to him <laughs> all right so you guys head over to the nicer inn where Nalia is staying yeah we're gonna burn <laughs> some shit here yeah. <laughs> a bunch of like Terrible-looking low lives walk in with their like all of their possessions on their yeah. back. I mean, it's it's a nicer inn. It's still not like it's it's still in the downs. Yeah, and I likely like I'm not bringing my drum and my lyre. Like I'm yeah. bringing the papers that I have my my battle gear, but not my full full kit. Right. All right. So you head up to Nalia's room. She's there in her formal clothes, and she's, like, ready to go back to the scriptorum? Uh, detour. Okay. <laughs> um, we're going to go possibly to another dimension. Where we, where do we <laughs> hope this is? <laughs> I mean, un- unless uh, unless whoever used this is from another dimension. Does it work interdimensionally? Yeah, I mean, if we used my blood, it would take us back to my lily. 
Okay. Wild. Um, <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be bad for Nalia to return anyways to keep. I can go to the scriptorum so because keep, keep up, up appearances. appearances. Yeah. And maybe we just hand her off some notes. Can you on the side look up some of this stuff and just hand her like some of the. So uh, she can base. So give me a list. She can do one topic a day. So um, first day, what do you want her to look up? Because she has to still be looking up all the law stuff, and all, it has yeah. to be kind of on the side. Yeah. yeah. Um, should probably start with the Zef Bef Joff stuff, right? Bef Joff. Uh, well, that's just, I mean, like, that's just an interesting thing that the walls could have come from. If we're, are we more concerned about the walls than anything? Likely. I mean, we could just have her look into, yeah, the origins of the walls, and if it leads to more to more to him, sure. Uh, what did you have in mind? I don't know. I don't know anything about books. Oh, fair. Mm. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I've never read a book. The only <laughs> other things I can think of is, because if we are gone for multiple days, a creature that can turn people to stone. Okay. Um, maybe has a penchant for hedge mazes. Um, and I guess you're already looking up legal stuff. Don't do it if it's not safe, but... I'm interested if there is corruption in the scriptorum. I don't know if they would have their own records. Yeah, that you probably wouldn't be able to tell that from the records, but mm. I'll keep an eye out for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if I find myself in too much danger and have to run away, I'll be I'll head back to the court. Okay. The um, they're going to be expecting me. I said that I was going to be coming back with pages. Can you tell them that I was getting feeling a little too stuffy with all the. All the <laughs> dusty books and stuff I need. Yeah, I'll to just tell them I sent you on an errand. And if they ask, I'll tell them it's none of their business. But there's the Nalia I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I met this week. <laughs> <laughs> so you can use my room. There's a fireplace in my room if you need it. And Sounds great. I'll head out. Great. We throw the potion in and yell, Diagonally! And end up in Nocturne Alley. <laughs> so yeah, you... I had to. I had to. Quit putting your head on your microphone. <laughs> so you use the flu powder. Thank you. <laughs> TJ, don't quit. Come back. <laughs> See, one of the things you have to realize is there's some decent research on how magic works in... Sure. Harry Potter. Like, sure. Again... It's much easier to explain a flackery to people after they've heard about horcruxes. Sure. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so you're in this nice hotel room, and you are you pouring the the purple goo in there? Or are you just smashing the? I'll start the fire and then pour the goo onto it, not <laughs> throw it in. <laughs> I don't know how volatile this stuff is. So it starts forming into a dark black smoke that is tinged with purple, and there's little currents of electricity coming through it. Ooh. And it kind of takes a little bit of stealing your will to put your face in there and take a deep breath. Don't want it. And as you do, you start to get a bit of a headache and your vision starts to blur and you're seeing two places at once. And as you blink it out, you find yourself in a long, narrow room, probably about 10 feet wide and about 40 feet long. The walls of it look like they are these thick, thorny vines that are woven together uh, forming straight lines. There is a fireplace that you are sitting in, that you are all standing in front of now, that has a large cauldron hanging over it. There are shelves along the walls that have a bunch of different jars and bottles in them. There is a door on either end of this long room, and there is a metal cage hanging near one of the doors with a it is a huge metal cage, and there is a humanoid figure with its arms wrapped around its legs wearing uh, wearing rather tattered clothes sitting in that cage, head down. Oh, right. Yeah, I think we ended up wherever 
This was definitely the person after Immerse, not hers, I'm going to assume. When you say Immerse, you see, Olivia, your teacher lift up her head. She looks like she's aged 10 years since you last saw her, and this is on an elf. Mm -hmm. So it's like 100 years. And she, she, her eyes go wide, and she's like, you didn't bring it here, did you? What is my middle name? I, as the GM, <laughs> don't know. <laughs> she answers appropriately yeah. so that I know she's so, not. An so what is Olivia's middle name? Jeanette? Um, Eula. It's her mother's name, Yvette. Yvette? Yvette. What's my middle name? <laughs> I've never met you before. Garbage! Oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's her, man. <laughs> That's the correct answer. <laughs> I... They want those papers. Cool, so we get her out and we leave? Yep. I hand the, I hand the potion to get us back. Is the fireplace... It is not no. currently lit. Okay. Uh, can you get that lit? Yeah. You I hear from... On the other side of the door. And who are you talking to in there? I will. Can you barricade that door? Oh, yeah. No, I'll mimic Immerse's voice. Okay. And I'm going to lie for her because I think I'm better at lying than Immerse. Yep. Just talking to myself because you won't give me any company. Hey, roll me a deception check. So with my actor feet I get uh, advantage on deception for performance sure or on advantage on deception or performance when it's about mimicking speech yeah that was a two on the dice and that is a six for a total of 13 okay should I use my inspiration guys I have inspiration from inspiration last. would give you advantage which you already have so damn okay never mind no. <laughs> so, yes, the GM <laughs> says maniacally. Please spend it. <laughs> Damn hags. So you are rushing to barricade the door, correct, Grimlock? Yes. Uh, what are you doing? Here? I'm whipping out my thieves' tools and going to unlock a merce. Okay. Uh, why don't we draw initiative? Oh, God, sure. no. If, if she comes through that door, no, we're good. If she comes through that door, you can invisibility you two, and I can, mm -hmm. and I can be a mouse. Hopefully she doesn't. Hopefully we get like some warning before she rips through. But or maybe we just all draw like trash. Yeah. Luckily, the one person we need to draw kind of okay did okay. <laughs> so Grimlock, you rush forward and you are kind of pulling cabinets and furniture and barricading the door as quickly as you can. Mm, like uh, <laughs> so running to it and. On my first trip there, just sprinting straight to it and just grabbing the first thing that I can, like yeah. one-handed, like. Yeah. So you you take like a wooden cabinet full of earthenware dishes and you kind of <laughs> rip it over and put it in front of there, and there's a bit there's a big sound from it. Mm. Uh, the way I want to handle this is you get advantage, so you get to roll two d twenty as the creature on the other side of the door tries to force like tries to open it, and when it doesn't go, tries to force it open. So you get advantage because you're barricading it from this side. So roll your athletics check. Yeah. She has a 14. Oh, I got more than that. Uh, 19. Okay, so the, the door slams against your barricade, and the voice on the other side says, Oh, really? <laughs> Who do we have in here? <laughs> Who wants to know? <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I got a much better idea. We don't need to, I don't need to get a mercy out of the cage. It's it, not my turn. It is Olivia's turn. Um I don't have anything to create fire. So I'm thinking that I will try one of my new abilities out, which is 
Counter Charm. As an action, you can perform until the end of your next turn. During that time, any friendly creatures within 30 feet can hear you gain advantage on savings throws against being frightened or charmed. Cool. I, like, I don't know who this is, but I think she's probably some kind of hag. So Yeah, <laughs> some magic, magic shit. Uh, yeah, so I guess I, I start, I pull out my flutes and start playing a little ditty, a little counter charm just to, like, calm everybody. Okay. And cool. All right, Kirith, what would you like to do? I'm pulling out my thieves tools and I'm like, wait a second. This is, it's a magic teleportation thing, right? Cool. So I, uh, is the cage near the, anywhere near the door? Yeah. Near the door he's? Yes. Barricading? Uh, I probably moved closer to everybody. I cast... Oh, I don't have produce flame. Uh, so I cast flaming sphere. Okay, so there is a <laughs> huge bonfire in front of all of you. And then I throw the potion into, as my item interaction, throw the potion into it and breathe deep. Okay. <laughs> Immerse. <laughs> so yeah, you are all breathing deeply of the, mm-hmm. of, of the potion. Uh, as the room starts to fade, you see this tall, scraggly figure with a humped back and dark purpley skin and a mouth full of jagged teeth wearing a wretched shawl fade into existence in the room. And oh, she's he's fading out and no longer holding the door? No. It, or she's appearing from the middle of the room. Oh, Ooh. she went to her own fire. <laughs> 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 and so you guys are fading out of existence and you can cancel your spell at any moment you want so that there's no more smoke being produced. Um, yeah, I suppose. That's the smart thing to do, which is probably what Kareth would do as opposed to throw it at her. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, you can ram yeah. the sphere. No, nah, I'll, I'll, as, uh, I'll make sure, I'll like do my best to guess like we're, go- we're, we're not gonna lock ourselves in the wrong place, like right. we're we've teleported and yeah, let go of the spell if I when I feel like we've actually and you guys find yourself next to a metal drum with a fire burning in an alley. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Um. What is burning in that drum? I'm cooking supper. <laughs> Uh, that wasn't the fat raccoon that lives in the house here, is it? No, it's a rat. Oh, sweet. Good. <laughs> Don't you got, bother the raccoon family. You, they're my boys. You got boys. raccoons? They're my raccoons. If they fall in one of my traps, they're my raccoons. Look. Yeah, I guess. I didn't yeah, push him yeah. in there. You, did, you didn't push the rat in there? I didn't push the rat in there. He was in the trap. All right. Old Jerry seems smart. He probably not isn't gonna end up in any traps. Yeah. Uh, oh, we should get. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna quickly cast healing. Okay. Um, oh, there's a ah, he's crazy. <laughs> there's a dude right there. I'm talking to him. About oh Rick crap! <laughs> <laughs> I'll cast cure wounds at second level. So. The issue Immerse has right now is not that she's down hit points, it's levels of exhaustion, Mm. which means she needs food and to trance. So Cure Wounds would help her if she was down hit points, and you'd probably cast it to be sure, but... uh, Grimlock, get back to the spider, tell Narthus that I'm coming in the back way, and Mm. City Secrets, I'll, like, find... I assume that there's a not-public entrance through some alleys. Right. Mm. I'll uh, take off my cloak and and hand it to you. Just yep. I'll put it on a Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the cloak of Elven kind, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's get going. Yep. Okay. So yeah, you guys are rushing her through the city, and you sneak her up into your room. There's no rolls required because of your feature. city secrets. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if, in order to keep her safe and keep her hidden, maybe we should just. Have a chat with Narthus. Um, eventually, like if Grimlock tells him that I'm coming in the back door, then he yeah. knows that it's for a good reason. Yeah. 
So, uh, as you as you get into the room, um, Merce starts stripping down, and she's like, "You have to burn everything that I was wearing." Okay. Uh, Just like I will grab all of her, I will grab her things, and yeah, and they're clothes you've seen her wear in the past, and but they are again aged by years and years and years. And so she hands them to you and she kind of wraps herself in the cloak of Elvenkind. She's like, the Hedgegrove witches would be able to locate anything I owned. Yeah. Okay. So I run and find a different barrel and shove her stuff in there. I, I can take care of ditching okay. all the stuff and I'll have uh, Narthus send some food up. Yeah. Um, could go to the local... Um, crucible outpost and get her a, a set of ropes to she can like blend in using those. That's what you want to do. Yeah, like uh, to yeah, get her a disguise. Wanna, if you want to talk to her, yep. we'll go get some food and clothes, and we'll take care of mm-hmm. all of the the ditching her old stuff. And yep. yeah, yeah. So it'll take so it'll take about twenty minutes to go get to the the Miller's Crossing Crucible. Cool. Kay. We'll give Kay. them time to. I mean, you guys left me alone to chat with Valente, so yeah. <laughs> seems only fair. Yeah. Well, I did kind of stand in the doorway, but uh, that was only as a precautionary measure. Yeah, there was a good chance someone was going to throw fire at the other person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just was there for healing, really. Um, she's absolutely beat, hey? Uh, yeah, she's com- she's got four levels of exhaustion. I just set her up on a bed and I slowly, like, I if she's trying to talk to me, I'll just, like, stop yeah. her and I'm just, like, just let me. And I slowly, like, start casting Liamin's tiny hut yeah. as a ritual. Okay. And I would have had Arthur's just, like, send up, I don't know, some soup. Yeah. <laughs> or you could have them send up hummingbird water where they've just mixed a bunch of sugar into water, <laughs> which is the elven version of soup. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I'll just... I'll, we'll get her fed, and then when yeah. it's time for her to sleep, like I just w- I won't let her tell you right now. You talk. You to insist me. that she trances after she has mm-hmm. something. I make the little nest that I know that they had mm-hmm. at the high Nests? elf thing. <laughs> That's what they did at the high elf thing. Or oh, you guys just have a pillow. They yeah, used they, a bunch. They sit on a, bu- a pillow. What they did is they put a bunch <laughs> of pillows a, into a they frame. They make a nest for, for me. you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I just put together one nice pillow. Then we're, we're just. Birds. We're all just birds. Birds. <laughs> Listen, um. you're a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere Geth gets a shiver, or Geet gets a shiver down his fine. Uh, perfect. <laughs> I just tell, just I'll just tell Narthus to bring crazy. hummingbird. Uh, I'll just tell Narthus, like, approach the sphere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Push, th- like, you could come in out of the sphere, but only you and the others, and bring another in four hours. Okay. And then I, I'll turn to Amaris and just be like, I'll be here the whole time. So it's okay. So she starts to meditate. All right. So you, so the crucible in Ralu is, uh, is on the north end of the city uh, where there are a bunch of windmills and watermills. Uh, as you, uh, as you head up, it is, uh, Basically, it is a, a walled garden for people to train inside and then rooms for people to sleep in and such. Uh, there are some junior members who are, who are kind of out there working on their basics in the front yard with one of the instructors. I'll be like really, really um, like huge, unhideable grin. Like, oh, look at these guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then... After a few moments, uh, the the one that's teaching says, "Oh, uh, Master Dwarf, I'll I'll go grab uh, Sensei Kuvale." Perfect. It right, shouldn't be Sensei Kuvale. It should be Sensei Mind Fury here. What happened to Sensei Mind Fury? Uh, he was he was killed about six months ago. How? What happened? Uh, there. There was a, a local gang, and we stood up to them, and they killed him for it. But don't don't worry, Sensei Kuvale got vengeance for him. Took took them 
took out their leader and and we've we've got rid of them now. It's fine now. I I had no idea. I uh we we sent word back to to the fortress, but uh we haven't had a dwarf visitor. I I assumed you came from there. I'm I'm so sorry. No, um we're we're kind of uh spread a little thin these days and yeah, I I'd, I'd I'd be surprised if any anyone outside of outside of the fortress would know. Uh that's uh Yeah, problem for later. Um, of course, I'll go get Sensei Cuvier. So thank you. He bows and runs off and comes back a few moments later, and there is uh, a woman in her about mid forties who walks up, and she bows and says, uh, "Welcome, welcome to our crucible." Give her a, a deeper bow back, and yeah. Um, it's uh, always always good to be uh, at the home away from home. Uh, I have a uh, I've been considering uh, um, actually going through with my ceremony, and uh, as you can see, my uh, my robes are pretty tattered. I was wondering if it would be possible to get uh, something a little. I know you can't give me the traditional gown for like just running around in, but uh, if... Well, I mean, I I would have to test you, but if you pass the tests, I can give you the traditional gown. Um, yeah, yeah, if we if we can do it right now, yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be. Yeah, of course. Uh, do you mind if I let the, the students watch? No, not at all. Um, so, just on the side, though, uh, he has been traveling in these for several weeks at this point, and if we could make a donation to just, like, Get him some new robes anyway. Of course. Uh, right. <laughs> two sets of new robes? That's just like the plain you? working robes. Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm not one of you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she takes you through the test. She starts calling out some of the some of the moves to make sure you know the moves by their names. She has you do some of your forms. She has you spar a couple of the, the students. And she, she asks... Uh, are, are you looking for just member robes? Are you looking for senpai robes? Or are you looking for sensei robes? Uh, just uh, just member robes for now, I think. Okay. So fighting the members, we don't even need to play it out. You're going to... You yep. can take any one of them yep. without... It'll be the, the Ip Man, like, just... <laughs> yeah. Absolutely demolishing them, but crying the entire time, like... But not not like actually hurting them. Like yeah, exactly. The like yeah. it do, it doesn't hurt your feelings to do this. This is good practice for you and good practice for them. Like it's yeah. But, so yeah, but um, you're you're standing there completely motionless, and as soon as they move in on you, pop. No, you hit them and <laughs> knock them away fifteen yeah. feet. <laughs> no, but the um, sorry, the emotion is of the previous news. Right. Like uh, okay, more than capable, but my heart is not in it at the yeah. moment. So then she comes and she presents you with the robes and says, uh, you're welcome anytime. Uh, and she's fishing for your name. Sea uh, Spray. Uh, there were some men here looking for a, a pop Sea Spray about a week ago. What, what did they want? Uh, they wanted to ask him some questions about uh, a, a treasure he'd acquired from, from a dragon's lair. Um, do you know where they, did they leave, uh, any way to contact them? Uh, yeah, uh, the, the, their leader, uh, Mark Anthony Battier, uh, he's staying in, in the city in the inner walls. Okay. Uh, he's, he's saying at, he's staying at the Fat Friar. Fat Friar. And they, can you describe them at all? Uh, yeah, so uh, Mark Antony was average height for a human, uh, had a, was wearing fancy clothes, had a short sword on his hip. Uh, he carried himself like he knew how to use it. Uh, he was accompanied by a, uh, a dragonborn uh, who 
was um, very heavily armored, wearing with a with a longsword, uh, gave me the sense of a bodyguard, uh, and by a high elf uh, who was also with them. Uh, high elf looked like some kind of clerk or page. That's um. I'll need to think about this. Uh, do me uh, do me a favor and don't mention that. Uh, don't mention that I stopped by. Uh, of course. Uh, let us know if you need anything. Thank you. And you head out with your bad news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll have the just kind of drape the uh, drape the new clothes over my one arm. My current like just absolutely tattered. Like I've been shot with yeah. so many arrows and stuff. Like these have been the same clothes the entire time. I'm yeah. I'm wearing Swiss cheese. Uh, so they give you two sets because you wanted an additional set, so you had clothes for immerse. Mm. Thank you. Did I assume you knew that Mind Fury? Yeah, he was. Uh, uh, dwarves in the Crucible are few and far between, and tight as uh, tight as a. Mortar to a brick. All from the same monastery, I assume. Yeah. Why do, uh, would it take long to... It seems like ranking up there, you just have to like do a couple more fights. Like, you just wanted to get out of there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just... Um, yeah, uh, more more pressing things at hand here. So Sure. Yeah. Sure. And... Uh, not to keep prying, you can tell me to piss off whenever. I assume you know this pop sea spray. Yeah, um, it's uh, uh, one of my dad's. Hmm. And you don't know whoever this Mark Antony guy is? No, no, I'm. All right. But he he may have mentioned him. I'm not sure. But definitely not like a close friend of your dad there. No, he doesn't like talking about his friends. Okay. Great. There's even more. I'm so glad I came back to this city. Uh, <laughs> at least none of it's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So you guys head we back should. to the the Witless Spider. Yeah. And because that means Weed we can start our next secrets. episode at the Witless Spider, that <laughs> makes it time to end this episode. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Good work. You rescued a Merce. Yeah, I thought she were dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I smashed that vial, which means probably there's some purple liquid. Yeah, likely. That, if that she can make, we could make yeah. it out of what was left over on the floor to follow that hag. She can make it and follow me. Um, also, they could go to Abelant because you don't think that those witches took a bunch of crap off of Immerse? They took her blood. They definitely blood. have her, her blood hair. and can go there, but... Oh, God, they we can need to figure out how to protect her from scrying. scrying. But, uh, yeah, they can do a bunch, and they could just... I shouldn't go home. Oh, thank God Terrigan and Ralph found a new place to live, too. No, they went looking for a new <laughs> They place. don't have a new place. Oh! Fuck! Uh. <laughs> <laughs>